Hi, my name is Amanda Panacea, and you're listening to the Healer Revolution podcast. This is a community for self-healers, biohackers, practitioners, and any other helping professionals. You're in the right place if you're seeking conversations about how pain becomes passion, the connection between physical, energetic, mental, and our spiritual self, finding your body's ancient wisdom, the latest biohacking technologies, clinical research, and if you just want to nerd out about complex biochemistry and quantum physics. But this is also for entrepreneurs who seek infinite abundance and a supportive community. So pour a cup of King Coffee or Sister's Tea and let's join the revolution. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Healer Revolution podcast. I am your host, Amanda Panacea. And today we are sitting down with Sarah and Peter Hagstrom. They are the married couple behind the program called Inner Money Flow. And this is a program where they help bridge the gap between inner work and manifestation for business growth. Sarah and Peter have been working with people since 2012, and they've worked with over 500 different types of wellness coaches. They basically help with strategy and practicality and help them to create and launch their their signature programs, getting that out into the world. Prior to helping wellness coaches, they were wellness and health coaches themselves, so they've been through that full entrepreneurship journey. And this is something I'm sure if you are on this path, if you've been listening and you are maybe a practitioner or any sort of wellness professional, being an entrepreneur comes with a lot of, um, let's say, ups and downs. (laughs) And it's not something that uh, me in particular, and I'm sure a lot of other people uh, really have any sort of practicality and plan and tactics behind when you go into being a wellness professional. Your goal is just to help as many people as possible, right? So somebody like Peter and Sarah are really helpful for allowing you to grow, to grow your business to a way that really feels good to you and is good for your nervous system. So I really hope you enjoy this conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Healer Revolution podcast. I am your host, Amanda Panacea. And today I have some really special guests. I just got the opportunity to meet. It is Sarah and Peter. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Peter. Thank you for joining me today. Hi, Amanda. We're so excited to be here. (laughs) Yes. So of course, uh, I took a look at your website and I was just floored by all of the really amazing spiritual content um, that you you have put up in a lot of really cool programs that have to do with manifesting and spirituality and really being in alignment. Um, but before we get into all of that, I would love to know how you got to this place. Like, how, what is your background? Uh, what is your story? What challenges did you all have to go through in order to make it to this aligned place that you now operate from? Mm-hmm. Do you want to start? Um, yeah, well, yeah. So basically, we our our story for uh, this episode that we're going to start at is where do how far do we go back right like yeah (laughs) so we're going to take it back to when we first wanted to create a business and the reason why we first wanted to create a business this was in like 2011 2012 and we had just changed our diet we had learned about a plant-based diet we learned the power of basically eating more whole foods and how amazing that was but also just shocked how few people knew about it, especially our friends and our family. 
And so we were just so passionate and excited. It's like, you've heard all of this, you know, it's very classic. We were just so fired up to be sharing this message with other people. And so that we're like, okay, this is what we really want to be doing. How can we make money while doing this? And that's really what kind of set all of it in motion. Mm -hmm. And from there, like that's when the business journey really began. Uh, so it's funny, like the first thing we ever did was we created a nonprofit, which I think is kind of hilarious because like, that's like, we really needed to make money at that mm -hmm. time. And we decided to create a nonprofit. Um, for me, I think looking back, that was probably, I had some kind of some, some money issues going on there where like, I didn't, I felt like if it was a nonprofit, then I could be ex accepting and receiving this money uh, from other people. And I wouldn't feel as guilty about it, um, which is silly because it's, it should just be an exchange of like our gifts and services and helping other people. And, but I think it was so early on that like, that was kind of like the first thing that came to us. Um, and then shortly after that, we created another business and this was more like at the farmer's markets. And we really wanted to like help people basically just eat more local produce. And at that time we had moved from Seattle down to San Diego. Like still, we were just so excited about what we were doing. Um, but the money piece was still kind of like a challenge. And so we really kind of started pursuing that. And what we ended up doing was we started following more and more business strategies that we had been kind of like learning about. And the business strategies really seemed to be working and they seemed to be like this kind of perfect solution to help us share our gifts and our passions with other people and doing it in a way that was sustainable for us, you know, like we were actually earning an income and we were able to continue with this. Mm -hmm. And so from there, we basically just kept taking on more and more business strategies. And what we've kind of learned in hindsight is the business strategies, they work until they stop working. And so, what, like, yeah, somebody else's business strategies will work for you yeah. for a period of time, but they're not mm -hmm. going to work forever. Yeah. And so we had basically, we, so we had become health coaches and we were really, we had done that and we had so much fulfillment with that. And then we went on to business coaching, helping health coaches, continuing to do that. And as we were kind of moving through these phases, uh, well, we basically ended up with a business where a lot of other businesses were doing exactly what we were doing in the same manner. And we had noticed that a lot in the coaching industry where there's a lot of um, there's a lot of tendency to kind of end up doing everything the same way from not only how you market your business, but also how you run it as well. And so like just kind of realizing that you kind of start to lose yourself. We were we were we had kind of lost ourselves we were not following our own inner guidance at that point. And we had just been following all these kind of business strategies and kind of starting to lose sight of what really got us into it in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is really what happens. <laughs> so yeah, I, I feel like the health journey is, is one thing that really takes you to a next level of like inner work. But the entrepreneurial journey is like a totally different animal and it really highlights like all of your trauma wounds so much. <laughs> yeah. And then the growth from that 
for me personally, like when I first started and I, you know, you're bright eyed, bushy tailed and you're just like, I got to get this information out there. I got to tell everybody about these things that I'm learning and experiencing. And then all of a sudden somebody comes into your ear and is like, you know, you'd get a lot more of this if you just did this. And then you start to second guess yourself and doubt yourself and go down the rabbit hole of, well, what am I supposed to be doing? How, how what's the right way to do this? Mm-hmm. And so I love that you brought that up that like, you started to kind of lose sight of like what you were actually doing and the points of your business in general. So can you talk more about that? The, like the, the mental chatter that you started to go through at those times? Yeah, I think like one part of our story that is really interesting is like Peter was saying, we had built these businesses um, and we're having success. However, we noticed, like he was saying, everybody was kind of doing similar things. And in order for us to realize that we could shift back into kind of why we started our business was actually a health journey that I had and that I was going on. Um, And what brought us into health coaching was our health journey and our struggles. But then after we had built the business in 2000, and 21, I all of a sudden started having this pain show up in my body and it showed up first, like in my glue. And it was just kind of like this tightness, but over the course of a year, it got worse and worse and worse where it ended up, um, keeping me from being able to sit, stand, walk, move without pain. Um, and during that time I started looking like I, I went to the doctors and they were like, you know, you should probably have surgery. Um, and maybe it will help about 50, maybe like 50% were positive 50% that it will help 50% it won't. And I was like, I'm not going to do that because nothing actually happened. You know, they would be like, Oh, you, you must've been in a car accident. Did you fall down the stairs? Like what happened? I was like, nothing happened, you know? Um, and now I see it as this healing opportunity, you know, that came into our life for a reason, but during the time I was in this state of fear and I was looking to everybody else for the answers, like, what should I do? And I ended up, I kept a list of all the things I had been trying. Right. Um, and when you're like not sleeping, you're in fear, like you're researching, like as a health coach, you know, like you're used to doing your own research. And so I was researching and I had ended up trying like 26 different things from, you know, therapy, tapping, light therapy, chiropractor, um, you know, cold plunges, sauna, spinal network, breath work, like working with shamans, like all of these things. And there came a point where Peter was like, Hey, I think you're going to have to figure this out on your own, you know, because we would be out in public and people like my vibration was so low because I was in a state of fear that I would attract these people to me who wanted to give me this advice coming from that same vibration. And so Peter, I could just tell, you know, he was starting to get frustrated, like, oh my gosh, are we going to go down this rabbit hole again of this advice? And he was like, I think you're going to have to figure this out on your own. I think you're going to have to like go within. And of course I was in my mind and my mind was like, you don't understand what it's like to be in pain 24 seven. Like you don't even get it, you know, but my soul knew that he was right, knew that there was something to that. And so after that, I threw out 
all of like the plans, my research. And I just stopped. I rested, I relaxed, I read, I took time off business. And during that time, I was able to disconnect from all of these messages, you know, in business, like our business mentors, we stopped, you know, hiring support for our business, just completely disconnected. And I was able to heal my body and get out of pain. Um, and at that same time, the same was true for business. We were able to disconnect from like, Hey, you should be, you know, doing live launches. I remember like probably since 2012 to 2021, every Thanksgiving, we would be running a black Friday special. It's like, we never got to enjoy the holiday and like relax, like we're hustling, you know? And so it was like, during this time, I was like, I don't want to do that anymore. Like, I want to work on our business in a way that feels good to us. And I want to like live life fully. And so that really allowed us to kind of quiet the outside chatter and go within and tap into like our internal guidance, which I think is so powerful, um, as a business owner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. And let's, let's go into that more. Cause this is something I struggled with a lot, uh, mm -hmm. was listening to that inner guidance or even knowing that I had that, <laughs> like I was super shut off from my body and just very, very like intellectual in my head. Like I'll just, the awareness will bring the healing is what I always used to think. And I work with so many people that also are in that boat. Like you're still in that research mode or you're just like, once I find out the one piece of information that's going to help me, and that can also translate to business too. Like once I find the one person that can give me that magic funnel, like this person made $500,000 a month. So I'm going to do whatever they say. Um, so being able to shut that off and actually listen to, to what's inside, because we all know that that's where the healing comes from, but what does that actually mean? Like, how do you even begin to explain that to someone? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think one one way that I like to come into it is with like our brains is how we have our left side and our right side. And the left side is the intellectual side and the right side is the intuition, you know? So you have everything that you've kind of like ever learned, all that memory is like stored and kind of processed from your, your left brain. And your right brain is like, that's like your creativity side. That's like your inspiration side. And the magic is to get them to work together, you know, and to be kind of in harmony. Um, I, I think that it's, we have to train our minds. And I think that we have to become aware that our minds have been trained. They've been programmed. They are full of all of these thoughts and beliefs, and they have all these patterns and your mind has made up its mind on what your life means, on what your reality means. And that's how we can we we end up being really limited when we're only relying on the mind. And this is something that we did. This is very new to us mm -hmm. somewhat. I mean, this is not something that we'd kind of always known. I mean, yeah. I'd say like we learned this probably like six or seven months ago, mm -hmm. you know, and like it just kind of realizing that like we are more than our minds and we have more uh, inside of ourselves but in terms of uh, uh, kind of like spirituality, like we're, there isn't really anything in ourselves. Like it's all just energy and essence. And so like it's, it is, it's kind of just becoming, like you were saying, it's like becoming aware. And then it's like, what do you do with that awareness? And I think like for us, it's trying to 
to get back to what we want internally, what we we just are naturally thinking and feeling and desiring kind of at a core level, instead of being fixated on this idea and this concept of what success looks like. Because in today's world, we have a very clear definition of what success looks like. And that $500, $500,000 a month, that is like, oh my gosh, that's success right there. You know, and it's yeah. like, if we can just get the sales, if we can just get that money coming in, we will have made it. But we all know that money is never going to give you the happiness. It just, it never has, and it never will. And I think it's really important to think about like, what, what do you really want your life to look like? Because, you know, when we had um, this business that I thought we always wanted, right. For us, it was like, oh, just like scale it. Like people are coming in, keep it going, keep scaling, keep doing these live launches. Well, it got to this point where for us, like we were working with health coaches and it transitioned from coaching to really like mentorship and like, just telling me, like, just tell me what to do. Like you guys obviously know, tell me what to do. How should I do this? How should I do this? And it got really depleting for me. Like I would show up to these coaching calls. They'd be like three hours long and everybody was just like, what specifically should I do? Or like, this isn't working. What should I do? You know? And I would I got to a point where I was like, okay, we need to shift this into like them seeing that they have the answers within them. And what I do, like that works for me and like my business and my ideas, but their ideas are more powerful because they come from themselves and they have their skills and their intuition. And so it's just been really interesting shifting from that business model where it was like scale and like have the big team and, you know, all these emails and messages coming in all the time to kind of what we're doing now, our new program is called inner money flow. And it's all about trusting your inner guidance uh, to call in abundance without being in your mind, but being in your heart. And I noticed when we shifted, I would get messages right in our community and I would see them and I would have this anxiety come up. Because with our old business model and kind of what I was taught from business mentors was as a business owner, you're a problem solver. You know, if you can solve problems, you're going to be successful. Well, guess what? When I believed that there were a lot of problems that I needed to solve every day. And so going into this new business, I would be like, oh my gosh, I'm scared. Like what problem, what fire am I going to have to put out? And it wasn't, it was like, Hey, this is so helpful. Hey, I did this meditation and it was really powerful. Thank you. You know? And so I had to reprogram that, but it's just like a reminder that what you see somebody else doing with business, just because they're doing it, doesn't mean that they're happy. Right. Or that you, maybe they are happy, but it doesn't mean that you're going to be happy following that same strategy or plan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like you mentioned earlier, because everything is energy and what we perceive we will attract. So if you're perceiving your business to be, I just solve their problems. And then of course, like you said, you'll have tons and tons of problems. And I definitely noticed that with like any type of fear-based marketing, you know, if, if you're in the fear-based marketing, you're going to attract a lot of people who are really afraid and they are holding on to you for dear life for you to save their life. And so by being more aligned with what you like talking about and what you like doing, you'll attract your perfect client easily. It doesn't, mm -hmm. it's not hard anymore. Yeah. hundred percent. 
<laughs> yeah, it seems it, it just seems like so natural. And I think it's just it's like always kind of feeling like, can I trust this? Can I just trust myself to just to, to do that, to be in that that mode? Because it's like it's as simple and as challenging as that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And especially for, I mean, anyone dealing with needing money or having a health issue, like it's something that's kind of immediate, you know, in marketing, they always say, solve their bleeding neck problem, which is a horrible way to put it, but that's what so many people say. <laughs> Get the person who needs this problem solved immediately. Um, and so once you have that person, they're really counting on you. So <laughs> you have to really be in alignment to, um, I guess, like giving them what they need instead of just what they want, which could be, I need you to do this for me right now. But then giving them what they need is, you know, doing what you're best at, the alignment or the spirituality or whatever you know that they need. Well, and and for us, it was really like the shift from selling from a place of fear, marketing from a place of fear to love. And, you know, mm -hmm. I think as a society, we're waking up and we're realizing when somebody is playing on our fears versus when somebody is coming from a place of love and they genuinely want to help us. Um, like for me, I, I pick that up instantly, like with a social media post or an email, like I can tell reading an email, if this person wrote it out of mm -hmm fear and them trying to convince me versus if they really want to help me, you know? And so I think that, um, oh, yeah, a lot of the old marketing and the old strategies were like, Hey, this is how you get people to sign up. But <laughs> what happens, like you're saying, when you get people to sign up, like, yeah, you might make the sale, but then what is that relationship going to be like? Like you said, are they holding on for dear life or like, are they not ready to do the work? Were they not ready to mm -hmm. do the coaching program? Like, did they need a little bit more time to get their life in order or what have you? And like, can't like another thing that we teach is like beliefs, right? And if you believe that the universe wants you to be successful, that everything's working out for you, that you're creating your own reality, then you can have faith that the right people are going to sign up when the time is best for everybody involved. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And so how do you do your marketing? <laughs> That's a good what, question. What, what, what does aligned marketing look like? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, I, we, obviously it's, it's going to be very different for everybody. Um, I think that for us, like we've done almost every single business strategy like we've kind of ever come across we've at least dabbled in it and i think for us kind of being in this kind of like new perspective i think for us it's kind of we've had to realize that like it's not all bad you know these are all tools but it's the intention behind and how you use the tool that's what makes the difference between is it going to have a positive effect or a negative effect you know and so i think like whether it's uh, using social media or you're doing in-person marketing um, or you're doing, you're using like your email list, or I guess you're using like blogging and your website. I think it really just comes down to, it's like, what's kind of like your natural expression of helping people, connecting people. Um, and, and I think like that just kind of just starting with that, you know, and just kind of figuring out what's coming up for you. Cause that's, that's where like a lot of people are still kind of figuring out where they need to be. Cause a lot of people went into social media and was like, this is the only way. And now everybody's, 
kind of starting to be like, oh, maybe I don't love being here. I don't love doing this. Or they, they have a hard time balancing their, their usage of social media. And, and I, so I think it's just, it's kind of like this, like, everybody has to kind of figure out what feels right because we have, there's no shortage of, of what the marketing tools are, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I think it's just figuring out what is like the, the best blend for you and like, what are you feeling called to use? Yeah. The thing that's been um, really interesting, having conversations with other like entrepreneurs and them hearing like what we're doing now uh, is comparing it to what we were doing last year, the year before. And just to kind of paint the picture for you, Amanda, we would plan out all of our launches you know, and so before we transition to a more heart-centered approach, a more spiritual approach, we go back and look at our calendar every single day. There's multiple events, lives, podcasts, everything. It's like batch it, block it, be productive. You know, it is like one launch, then you take a two-week break, then we're doing another launch, you know, and another launch. And it's just so jam-packed. And I'll be talking to entre- entrepreneurs now, and they're like, okay, so like, what do you have coming up? What's going on? And I was like, free space. I have space to get inspired and to figure it out. You know, like our marketing now, a lot of it looks like, okay, what is our intention? What are we calling in? Um, and then, you know, meditating. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, you like can't meditate. Meditating isn't marketing. Inner work isn't marketing. But I'm like, okay, well, it's part of it. You know, it's like meditating, getting that inspired action and then taking action on it and using energy work to really bring it all together. But, um, For us now, it's like, I don't want to only use my mind to plan out my business because then I miss out on all the magic that can happen when I use my inner guidance and my higher self. So it's like now our marketing looks very different than it did before, but it feels so much better. Yeah. That's just me out. Just you saying that like launch after launch. (laughs) Yeah. Peter too. No, thank you. (laughs) He's like, what are we doing? I'm like, this is what we need to do. You want to go to the next level? This is what we're doing. Yeah. It's a, it's a a lot of stress, you know, and you really, you feel that in your body. And that's, that's basically what was just building and building for Sarah. And that was just ended up. Have you had to give up coffee for health reasons? Mm -hmm. Maybe because of the stress it was putting on your adrenals, maybe because it was messing with your sleep, maybe because you felt terrible after drinking it, or maybe because you were told coffee had mold on the beans and you needed to stay away from mold. Well, what if I told you there's an organic, mycotoxin-free, quality coffee that contains reishi spores or ganoderma lucidum? Ganoderma lucidum helps to modulate your immune system, adapt to stress, balance hormones, and doesn't give you the jitters or shakes like regular coffee used to. (laughs) Sounds too good to be true, right? It's called King Coffee by the company Organo. And King Coffee came into my life when I was struggling with chronic hives, full body eczema, and mast cell activation syndrome. I hadn't drank coffee in years because it made me feel anxious, shaky, and clammy. So I had no expectations that drinking King Coffee would be any different. However, I decided to give it a try after seeing lots of amazing practitioners talk about the benefits of reishi online. I tried a seven-day sample and the chronic hives were gone by day five. I was in shock. After that, I dove into the research on reishi and found that there are over 3,000 peer-reviewed PubMed clinical trials using reishi ganoderma as an intervention. 
The company Organo also has a patent protected on their harvesting process. They double crack open the spore shells, which makes them up to 80% more potent than the body of the reishi, which is usually used in other reishi products. This also makes the spores 90% more bioavailable for your body to use. If you would like to try King Coffee, visit thehealerrevolution.myorganogold.com or for a seven-day trial, you can check out my link tree on my Instagram at Amanda Panacea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that's a big, not only a, an avoidant behavior, so you'll never truly get anything done with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also like for me, I, I struggled with that as well. When I have had an influx of people wanting to work with me, it was so impossible for me to say no. And then I would just put them back to back, but then I never had time to work on anything that would help with that expansion. So that was like a self-sabotaging behavior as well. <laughs> And I think what a lot of other people struggle with, you know, most of the health coaches that are going to be coming, have kind of started to master their physical health through these things. And we kind of forget that you have to apply the same strategies to business also. Mm-hmm. So I love that you're kind of combining and working with this population of people. Um, what would you say is like the biggest struggle that you see for people who are just starting out their business? Let's say they've like just finished school or just gotten a certification and they really want like the freedom, the online virtual work. What are some of the things these people struggle with? Well, so I think, I think what happens is like when you're fresh and you're like ready to start your business, you really want like everything laid out for you. And for you to just kind of like follow in somebody's footsteps, it gives you a lot of peace of mind. It gives you comfort. And I think that obviously that's okay. That's perfectly fine to do that. That's what most new business owners do because you, you don't, you, you're, you're, you're kind of like wanting that confidence of like, okay, I feel like I'm like, I'm, I'm moving in the right direction. Um, But what can happen is then you're, 
you're you're basically just kind of ending up with a business that's kind of like everybody else's and you didn't actually put your own energy into everything that you have going on you're just using somebody else's so then when it's not working what do you do you don't you've ended up at this kind of destination and in, in this location where you're like i don't really even like i know how i got here but i have no idea how to move forward now i, I you have to continue to just um well, I would say the tendency would be continue to, to follow that format and then you would hire another person or use another strategy. Where Whereas I feel like ultimately you are going to be leading yourself and figuring out your own path. And well, so, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like you were saying with like health, we do that with our health, but then when it comes to our business, we're like, oh, somebody outside of me has the solutions and the answers, you know? And it's right. like the biggest thing that I see is like this lack of confidence and like, I've never been a bit. And I had this too, for me, like I grew up in a family where um, nobody graduated from college. Um, I grew up in a very dysfunctional home. And so for me, it was like, oh, I'm not capable of running a business. Like I don't have that in my genes and my blood. Like, how could I do that? And so then again, it comes to like looking at what everybody else is doing to figure it out. And so I think like the best advice that I could give is like, trust yourself and like start helping people. Because as soon as you start helping people, like you realize like, oh, this, if like, if you're a health coach, like you, there's a reason that you got into health coaching, like your own personal journey, your soul's calling, like there's something there. And once you start working with people, it's like it, a light turns on and it just becomes automatic. But so many health coaches don't get to that step. They spend so much time, you know, on social media and looking what, what everybody else is doing and their website and all of these things. But as soon as you start interacting with people, like you realize like, oh, I, I really can do this. I'm really good at this. This is my gift. Or oh man, like, actually, I don't like talking to people. I like writing about health. And like, that's, that's good information to have too. That doesn't mean like, oh, I just totally blew it spending all this time on this. It's like, no, that, that is like your path redirecting. And that's awesome that you figured that out. And the sooner you figure that out, the happier you're going to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I originally was like, I'm going to go straight to online course creator. Cause I was a therapist before that. So I don't need to work with people. I already did that. <laughs> but then it, of course, I didn't create anything because I hadn't worked with population in this, in this aspect. So like, I couldn't skip that part. I had to at least try it and do it. And of course I love it. And I still work with people one-on-one. -on -one. Um, but sometimes you just have to try things out before you decide like what you're actually going to do, mm -hmm. because it'll give you much more confidence like, okay, I, I went down this Avenue. Now I understand the way that this works and now I'm going to try this. So yeah. next would be like course creation or like a group course or something like that. And so I saw you guys do a lot of, are these like evergreen courses or are these more like masterminds? Do you have live calls? Do you walk people through everything? How is it all set up? Yeah. So we used to do like courses, live launches, um, like an eight week mastermind, like all of that. And then with like our shift, really realizing that we like now we're teaching like this completely new approach to business and marketing, right? It's things that if you've been in business and marketing, like it's kind of like blowing your mind and like, it's forcing you to like go within and figure out what do I really want? Like, what is my intuition saying? And so for us, 
it didn't feel good for us to be like, okay, you have, you know, two months to like do this work and then implement it. And then you're on your own. And so we created what we call inner money flow. Um, and it's a lifetime access program. So it has trainings to help you tap into your inner guidance, call in your people in a way that is very heart centered, um, using your intuition, like all of these trainings, meditations, and then we do group sessions and we do them every week. So they're weekly group sessions where you can get on a call with me and Peter and the rest of the group and work through some of these things that are happening in your business. So it's definitely different than um, how we used to run programs. We do one-on-one as well, um, but that's kind of like our main offer, the main way that we help people. And like, it has been so crazy. I've told this story a few times, but um, there was this, there's a day a few weeks ago where I got to help um, entrepreneurs who were kind of just doing like mainstream marketing, you know, so post on social media, you know, launch your program, sign clients, just kind of like following. Yeah. Like what society has been telling us in terms of marketing. And then I got on a call with um, inner money flow students and it was like night and day, the people who were um, doing like the mainstream marketing were like so spun out. It was like they had consumed like four cups of coffee, you know, before noon. They're like, I did this and I did this and then I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do this. And, you know, they're just all over the place. I was like, whoa. And then with Inner Money Flow, they're like, yeah, like I reached out to this clinic and they said that they could, you know, bring me on part time. And then this happened and I was just in the flow and like, I'm not really worried. Like it's all coming together so effortlessly. And I was like, oh my gosh, like more people need to be doing this approach because it's like, you just get so much more out of life. It's like, mm-hmm. you're fully living. Um, so yeah. Is there anything you want to say? About- well, I was just going to say, yeah. I mean, that was to us, it was very like the first group was very like looking outside of themselves, Mm -hmm. looking for the external solution. And the other people were thinking like, hey, like I am creating my own reality. I am choosing like this experience and I am responsible for my life. And empowering themselves is really what comes out of that. And so it's almost like they just had so much more I mean, they, they, yeah, they had more power. Yeah. They had more confidence. They had more power and they were able, they're able to kind of like go the distance and see the greater perspective of like their life rather than being in like this very limited, like, oh man, I'm trapped in here, kind of feeling a little bit like a victim and looking for somebody else to save them. But also like just ro- very robotic, you know, like checking off the boxes rather than really being present and like mm-hmm. what they truly desired. It was like, they were so busy doing that they weren't being in their business and their bodies and their life where the other group, they were so present and yeah, fully alive. Yeah. Something that we're getting very curious about right now is what does it take to make the switch from that external to decide, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to do choose the internal route. I'm going to start to look within and find my own inner guidance because that sometimes like we hear it uh, in terms of like spiritual awakening and and people will want to be like, like oh I, I want a spiritual awakening i want that i want something <laughs> to happen to me you know it's like i want that experience and you know maybe i'll do like a you know, like a, an ayahuasca journey you know so just so i can have like this like this experience you know and i i think that it's a little bit different for everybody but it is almost just as simple as being you know what i think i'm going to just explore this 
And you would be shocked at how far you can get just with just a little bit of openness uh, to going inward. Yeah. Well, that's that, you know, everybody's talking about nervous system regulation. So when you're in that fight, flight, fear response, it's, you know, stress biochemistry. And so you're just operating from, should I fight? Should I run? Or do I need to freeze? And you're just kind of stuck on that like hamster wheel versus when you're in that parasympathetic, when you're able to like connect with other people, you can't connect with other people when you're stuck in that fight or flight response at all, if maybe even a little bit, but it definitely can be very much robotic or shut down or, you know, disassociated. So just by even connecting with like creativity and joy and things you used to enjoy, um, anything that lights up your soul again, like the reason you started your business, like getting focused on where you're going instead of where, where you've been, the trauma you've suffered, how nobody's contacting you, like all the negative stuff, but just that alone can like switch you into that flow state even yeah. just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. We love it. You're speaking our language. I feel like <laughs> so many of us turned off that joy for so long, you know, with like, Oh, I got to be productive. I got to do all of these things, but exactly what you're talking about. Like when I'm in my flow state, I am, I can get so much done in such a short amount of time. And usually like the avenue to get into the flow state is doing something that brings me joy, you know? And like, once I was able to really slow down in life and go within, I realized wow, like every single day, there's so many opportunities for me to experience joy, but I was so in my head and in my business that I didn't even realize it. I remember thinking like, oh, I wish I had more time for my friends. I wish I had more meaningful friendships. It's like, now it's like, yeah, they're all around. They've always been there, but like you were choosing not to take that. You were choosing not to prioritize that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so what's some of the advice you would give someone who's kind of in that, that rat race, somebody who's like, They've had some success. It is their business. Um, it's their main source of income. And now they're trying to scale, but they're feeling that resistance. Like they're, they're trying all the things and nothing's working. Yeah. Yeah. I would, the first thing that comes to me is, is, is looking at why you want to scale, why you think you need to scale. Um, mm -hmm. We, we thought that we needed to scale because we thought that scaling meant success. We thought that that was kind of like the model or the only route, the only option. It kind of seemed like it was the only option because I think we had just, we had kind of chosen to see so many other kind of like larger entrepreneurs, more successful entrepreneurs, and they had scaled and they had these teams and a whole brand, you know, it's like, we want that. Okay. We need like a brand and we need a team and we need all these systems. And um, so I feel like that's the first thing that comes up for me is like, do you need to scale, you know, mm -hmm. because um, for us, like what's, what, what got us into asking ourselves, what, what got us into this in the first place, you know, and it really is just as simple as, Hey, we're passionate about this. We have, we want to help people with this. Uh, we want to share our gifts and help just helping people kind of like at that level. And then just like seeing kind of like what it turns into. And if you need to hire assistance and you get really excited about bringing other people into your mission and kind of expanding that, I would say scaling. Yes. If it's happening naturally and organically, mm -hmm. you know, but we didn't do it that way. You know, for us, scaling definitely meant like, okay, 
we're going to kind of map out a whole model and it's like, this is what we're moving into. Yeah. I remember like having a conversation with Peter and it was like, okay, we're at this point where um, we can keep doing what we're doing. You know, we are doing one-on-one coaching. We can keep doing that um, or we can scale and then we can, you know, help more people, but we'll have to hire team members and all of this. And, and I remember it was like, our life will look different if we do this. You know, this was like a, a, a intentional conversation we had. And I didn't even miss a beat. My mind was like, oh, we're scaling. Cause exactly like he was saying, all these other business owners, that was like the model. That's what I had seen. And we even had a call with a branding agency and they were like, oh, this is how you do it. You bring on co-coaches, you know, you hire assistants, let's get you in a sauna, you know, let's outsource. And so we, we did it all, you know, and next thing we know, we have the email funnels, we have the webinar, we have, you know, all of these masterminds and all of this stuff. And then it was like, I don't really like being on calls all the time. I don't like managing all these people. Like, wait, I actually don't want to work all the time in my scaled business. Like what happened? And so, you know, what we've been spending the last year doing is undoing everything that we built up so that it's more in line with like what we actually want. Mm -hmm. I love that you said that because, you know, at first I thought, when I didn't want to have a huge team and manage a lot of other people that that might be resistance. Like I didn't want the responsibility, but, you know, going deeper and listening to myself, I, there's so much more pressure also when you have all those people and then you're, you're responsible for making all the money. It's your face. It's your stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I was just going to say, and again, like if that does feel good to you or you're curious again, like you can always try it. I mm-hmm. just really feel like I was in this funnel where it was like, this is the only option, you know, like so many, um, people were saying like, this is how you do it. But like really like working with so many entrepreneurs and inner money flow in our own business is like, there are, there's an endless supply of ways that you can run your business. There's a way where you can scale your business and it feels like really fun and, you know, it feels really good to you. And I think because we're so used to seeing what other people are doing, you're like, oh, that's the model, but it's like, that is the model for them. And like, it is up to us to do the inner work and explore and figure out the model that is best for us mm, as individuals. Yeah. yeah, totally agree. And like for myself, doing tons and tons of group coaching is way harder than doing one-on-one work. <laughs> so. I've heard that. We've heard that a lot. Like a lot of people feel that way. And like, we're all so different. Of course, it's going to be different. You know, like what, mm-hmm. what one person like really feels lit up by, like that's going to be feel, that's going to feel depleting for others. And so mm-hmm. it's good to kind of experiment and see what feels good. I think like also like for myself and Peter, even working together, like we work very differently, you know, and like I can work a lot. Like, I don't know if you're into human design, but like, I'm a manifester. So I get an idea. I want to see it all the way through. I want to like finish it in a day. I want to get it going. Whereas Peter, he works for like a little bit and then he takes a step back, you know? And so just knowing that about us, it helps us work together, um, and really honor ourselves so much more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amazing. (laughs) So tell us a little bit more about the programs you offer and what they entail and what someone can expect when they work with you. Yeah. So we have, we have inner money flow, which we've talked about, and that Mm -hmm. is like really using 
it's using the inner work, but it's really kind of like focused on tapping into your own inner guidance. There is spirituality in there because this is we're 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 relying on the laws of the universe to basically create the reality that we want. And so there is like some of that kind of like that that's kind of like what it's all based off of. And so that involves there's trainings, uh, there's different password pathways that you can that you can go through our content. Um, we have group sessions, we have guided meditations and visualizations. And so that's like, and it's lifetime access. And that's something that was like, do we really want to do this? That just like seems like so crazy, but it was just like, it was just a heart-based decision. It's like, this just makes the most sense. And our members love that and appreciate that so much because it just takes the pressure off and they can use it and show up however they feel comfortable. You know, they can go as fast or as slow as they want. The, the thing that that happens with this work is you, you, go through a lot of it and you do a lot of this inner work, but then it, it kind of like lowers your frequency a little bit as you're integrating it and working through it. And you can kind of go into like the void a little bit. And then you start kind of coming out of it and you're like, okay, I'm ready for more, you know? So it's just kind of like this, like you, as you're growing, you, you need to kind of take some periods to where you're just kind of like in like a little like, like introspection and um, reflecting and, and so, yeah, so that's like, that is the program and we, that is, yeah, so that's inner money flow. And then we also have uh launch coach grow, which is the program that we created for health coaches. And we had run that for a long time. And that also has a group and a community and between th these two programs, you, you have the balance of the business strategies, but you also have the inner guidance. Um, because like we we're talking about before, when it comes to marketing, you, there is like a lot of like really great marketing tools out there, but it's really about figuring out which ones do you want to use, which ones uh, are calling to you and what, what's going to work best for you and like your personality. So, so yeah, there mm -hmm. it is. <laughs> awesome. Do you work with people who, let's say they don't want to be on social media at all. They don't want their face on there. Yes. And yes. like that, that was such a big shift for us because for a long time, mm -hmm. you know, we were teaching health coaches this like model of like, you need to show up, you know, mm -hmm. like, uh, it's like, oh, I don't want to be on social media. And so it was like, well, are you afraid of it? You know, what's going, it was just like, oh, like now I'm just like, oh gosh, that's terrible. You know? Um, but that was just where we were at. And when I had my health challenge and I couldn't stand, I was like, okay, if we're having all of these health coaches, you know, do all of these things, these launches, social media, all these things, like, what if they are dealing with a health challenge? What if they have kids? Like, what if they have all these things that keeps them from showing up? Then what? They can't share their gifts. They can't be successful. And for me, it was like loud. It was like, no, there's another way, Sarah. And so with Inner Money Flow, like, yeah, a lot of our students, they're, they're doing stuff in person and that feels really good to them. Um, so yeah. All, everything is on the table in terms of how you can market. And, sh and really like at the end of the day, it's like, how can you share your gifts and be compensated for it? You know, because it like the money is coming to our students in so many different ways, like than just a client, you know, it's just when you open yourself up, you open yourself up to abundance coming into your life in ways that might not make sense to your logical mind. 
Yeah, this is something I talk about as well. We want the money to come from this one thing that we really want it to come from. And we get so mad when we get it from anywhere else <laughs> that it blocks it from coming in all these other different ways, <laughs> like speaking engagements or even just like getting a random check in the mail or something like that. <laughs> so, so many coaches are like, oh man, like my husband got a raise and like, yeah. why couldn't this come from like my business, you know, or like I got this money or I got this opportunity. And I'm like, that's good guys. Yeah. <laughs> Let's celebrate that. It's like, oh, it doesn't count unless it comes this way. But it's like, right. that's not really the way that the universe works, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta open up your nervous system to receiving it in whatever ways and whatever possibilities, because when you resist, when you resist all that extra stuff, then you're just going to be met with that resistance back where you are trying to focus. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, is there anything else you'd rather you want to bring up any other big topics that we haven't covered today? Hmm. I can't, I can't think of any at the moment. I think that this is probably a good starting point. I think mm -hmm. for people, I, I'm curious, you know, as like listening to this and, you know, what, what are your thoughts? What, what's coming up right now? Yeah. Are, are you like, what is this like inner guidance? Like, I don't know if we <laughs> talked about soul. It's like, what does this mean? You know, connecting with your soul. And I think for us, Sarah, Sarah and I, we just stress that it's like, this doesn't, this doesn't have to be like this, like big deal. Um, <laughs> and it doesn't need to be complicated. I think for me, I overcomplicated it in the beginning. I'm like, what is this? I have this like higher self. Like what, what is this? It's like this, like it's, it's closer to my soul. Like, what does that mean? Even connecting with that. And I think it's just, it's like, no, it's, it's okay. If your if your brain doesn't understand, if your mind doesn't understand this, because this is beyond that, mm -hmm. you know, this is like, there's there's so much magic that's happening in this universe you know it's like how are babies created you know like <laughs> i always i always come back to this i'm like how is the baby created you know like seriously it's like there's so much magic and wonder that's happening and it's like we are so much more than our minds you know we are not our thoughts it's all just programming and we can we can have new programming and we can access so many more ideas than our minds could ever process and store. And so I think just like getting curious about this, kind of going within, seeing how it feels. And that's really like what we're all about now is like, how does this feel? What do you <laughs> feel like doing? If you have resistance around doing something, that means you should not be doing it. Mm -hmm. And if you do it, you're probably, well, I'm not going to say you regret it because you're going to learn from that experience. You know, we're always learning. Um, but it's just, it's, it's just kind of, um, yeah, it's, it's this, uh, this fun, exciting journey. I think some of us are, are really kind of like leaning into it and benefiting from a lot of this work. And some of us are really kind of like feeling like, we're struggling through it and like we're victims of our environment and our situation. And it's like, just realizing it's like, we're in control of that narrative, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. like we get to choose and change and modify all of this. All that you need is to just believe that you have the power to do it. And then you can kind of relinquish that control over you. Yeah. Peter's kind of like our ascended master uh, <laughs> with this work. And so if you are listening and you're doing this work and you feel like that resistance or it's a struggle, or you're having like those emotional highs and lows, like just know that like 
you are on the right path because that was so me like doing this work. It was like, you know, releasing some of my ego of like how I thought I was supposed to be or how I was supposed to run my business or like part of my personality has been like the stubbornness. And it was like, I know this isn't the right route for me, but like, I'm holding on to it. Like I'm holding on to a rope and like, I can't release it, but I want to release it, you know? And so it's this internal conflict that I really had to work through. And every time I worked through part of this, like more of life and business and relationships and abundance opened up for me. And so for me, kind of like this process was, I know this is the right path for me, but like, I don't want to let go of the old. I don't want to release it. And so it was just like little by little kind of like peeling the onion, right? Getting back to like my essence and the core of who I am. So just know like it is kind of a journey, the highs and lows, but um, the reward, it's so worth it. Like being able to trust yourself and um, know that you know, you are creating the life that you want and you are so much more powerful than, uh, other experts, what other experts Mm -hmm. are telling you in terms of like your health or, um, your business. And again, it's not saying that those can't help you or support you. Right. Because I know like as a health coach is like, well, like I want to like help people, (laughs) you know, like, what do you mean? Like, uh, you know, I can't help people, but it's more so like you getting that intuitive nudge, you know, and like letting people come to you or you going to that person rather than feeling like you need to seek them out or like you don't have the answers, right? Um, It's like a subtle shift, but it makes a really big difference. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. I always say like, lead by example, but not everybody's going to be in the same part of the journey that you're in. So meet, meet them where they're at and just let them know that there's a a lot more in the future that they'll get to. (laughs) But some people, when they come to you, they might be in that, that fear-based response, or they might be, you know, as a health coach, you're usually going to work with people who are like a few steps behind you and you'll attract like that past version of yourself. And you'll be like, I know exactly how to help you. Cause that was me two years ago. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this has been a really fantastic conversation. I think you guys are the first people on that have have been more like business centered, but this is also kind of the route that, that I've been gravitating towards because of course I'm in it, I'm doing it too. So (laughs) that's fun. I love that. I'm always like curious with like podcasters, you know, like if they're kind of like going down a certain niche, but I don't know. I feel like with your episodes, you do kind of talk about business sometimes too, like weave it in there. Yeah. I mean, because that the entrepreneur journey is one of the focuses of like, once you've healed, you want to help other people heal and that healed people help heal people. (laughs) And it's just like, there's, there's no roadmap kind of like you guys are saying, like everybody does it so differently and everyone has um, their own way that they like making money and charging and deciding what to charge and what to offer. And there's just endless possibilities. And if you would have told me like 10 years ago that you could have an an endless amount of income, (laughs) I would have died. You know, Mm. I was stuck in that, like therapists make what $40,000 a year. Like it's so small. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. That's amazing. That's really amazing. Yeah. I feel like I have always loved hearing 
entrepreneurs and different people share like what they're passionate about, not even entrepreneurs, just people like seeing like what lights them up. And so for me, it's just funny to look back and think like, oh, I was kind of helping people fit into this box when like the whole time I loved when people were like, I'm doing this like crazy different, like wild thing. And like, I always loved that. I always loved hearing like, what do you want to do? Like what's going on in your life? You know? And it, and just talking to people, like it was, it was never the same exact response, but then over the years, I noticed it ended up being like this, like, I want to scale my business. I kept hearing that, you know? And it's like, but like, what do you really want to do? Like, how do you want to help people? How do you want to spend your days? Cause like, you don't want to, you probably don't want to spend your days scaling your business. You know, you want to work with people, (laughs) help people do different things. Yeah. I think just like realizing that as we're like talking about this, like our businesses are as unique as we are, or however you decide to help other people, even if you don't think of it as a business, it's just, it should always reflect your personality. You know, it should always be just as unique as you are because we're all so different, you know? And so I think it's just, it's important that we are open to being aligned with the best way for us to express and share what we have to offer with others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> cool. All right, you all, I've just really enjoyed this conversation. Um, let everybody know where to find you, your website and social. Yeah, of course. You can come over to innermoneyflow.com and you can see the program that we talked about. We have um, a training, like a free training on discovering your gifts. If you're still kind of like unsure on like how you want to help people, that's really powerful. You'll get kind of like a taste of um, how we host trainings. We have a blog. I'm on Instagram. It's just my name, Sarah underscore Hagstrom. And then Peter and I are both on TikTok and that is Sarah Peter Flow. Um, so yeah, would love to connect if you resonate with this message, like we'd love to hear from you. Perfect. Thank you so much. And thank you everyone for listening. I will see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. I am just so thrilled that you're listening to the Healer Revolution podcast. This has been a huge passion project for me and super therapeutic on top of that helping me to use my voice and connect with other like-minded individuals. So if you're enjoying the podcast, please like and subscribe. Please share on social media or with your audience or friends or loved ones. I truly appreciate it. It does take a lot of time and financial costs to run the podcast, and it is not a moneymaker, let me tell you. So if you are enjoying this, I would truly appreciate your support just by sending me a post, a like, and a subscribe. Thank you so much.